Hey there, fellow truth seekers. It's Jamie Grogan, founder of Solutions for Solopreneurs, an organization dedicated to the healers of the world. We remove the tech overwhelm and the confusion that comes with it. This podcast serves those who need a soft place to fall, a comforting and accepting space to explore the spiritual world. So settle in and listen as our guests share their struggles, challenges, and triumphs on their way to entrepreneurship. Hi, everybody. It's Jamie Grogan with Solutions for Solopreneurs. We are continuing our series, Journey to Entrepreneurship. Um, today's the first podcast that I'm doing since I broke my, uh, my hand. Um, so if you see me, because usually I talk a lot with my hands. Um, so I'm trying to be, you know, cognizant of that so that it'll hit my hand <laughs> and cry. Um, so, um, so today we are, um, we, our guest is Vanya. That's how you pronounce your name. Yes, correct. Okay. And um, she's going to tell us a little bit about herself. But first, I want to make sure that you know, if you are listening to this podcast, if you are watching the YouTube series, then you know that you're in the right place because nothing happens by accident, in my opinion. So if you are thinking about that side hustle, your passion project, or just starting a second stream of income, then you're in the right place because this series is all about helping you uplift you and your family and creating generational wealth. And everybody knows who's listened to this, when I talk about generational wealth, it's all about mental, physical, and financial health. So Vanya, can you go ahead and introduce yourself, please? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so my name is Vanya and I'm a holistic health and life coach and uh, generally I'm helping women and uh, men who are motivated and fully determined all in like absolutely ready to get back in control of their eating habits and change their lifestyle but mindfully naturally easily and for the rest of their life with no diet dieting or exercising and um, I'm basically an advocate for toxin free home close to nature living um, organic food and um, basically um, environmentally friendly lifestyle I love it I love it um, there's a lot that was a lot of information <laughs> so it sounds like you have a lot of passions that are surrounding holistic um, living. Yes. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So I always ask my guests three questions and those questions are, who do you serve? So you've already said who you serve. How do you serve them? You've already said, how do you serve them? So why? So now what's your why for the niche and, um, the market and what you've chosen as an entrepreneur? Okay, so uh, one of the main reasons is because um, 
I found people far away from the environment and somehow instead of people going outside and spending more, more time outside, uh, they spent in their homes or uh, in front of their computers. So in a way I'm trying to change the lifestyle in the people instead of being inside of their houses to be outside, to spend more time outside. But the main, um, the main the main idea behind it is because when i was growing up um i had a really um messed up idea about what is healthy uh about um what do you have to eat as a teenager uh how does your body has to look like uh what means training or moving and um of course, back at that time, it obviously didn't help me. And uh, being on this journey actually totally changed my belief system. And mm. everything that I'm trying to do with my clients and to teach people is opposite on the way how I was taught when I was growing up. Right, right. So, okay, so that it sounds like um, you struggled with healthy eating and a healthy lifestyle and you learned all of that on your own so yeah. you want to help other people learn it easier you, you know help them open their heart and their eyes to healthier living absolutely okay i uh, uh found that there is too much information uh in internet so uh, everybody wants to live healthy, everybody wants to look good, everybody wants to move. And once you decide that you want to do it, you jump on the internet in Google, of course, the first thing that you do. And suddenly you start getting confused uh, because one page says that you can eat certain things, another page says it doesn't, you don't have to eat it. A uh, third page says that maybe it's a good idea that you have to eat. So a person gets really confused. And even if you start motivated, at a certain point, you start losing your motivation because you got so confused of what you're reading. And suddenly this journey is not yours anymore. Right, right. And that is 100% the case, I feel like, with so many different topics, you know, if you Google how to start a business, you're going to get millions and millions of results. And the same with how to lose weight, the same with how to lower your high blood pressure, the same with, you know, there's, you Google it and you're going to get 50 different opinions. Um, so I completely agree that a personalized, holistic approach is what works. Because when people say, oh, well, just find what works for you you know, the first thing you do is go to Google. And so yeah. then you're like, um, I, I don't know what's going to work for me. I have no idea what's going to work for me, you know? So you just kind of pick and then you're like, okay, this, you know, it's been two weeks. It's not working. <laughs> so then you move to something else. And the only reason I know that is because I do it. I do it all the yeah. time. <laughs> you know, when I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm sick of being overweight and you know, I want to lose, I, you know, and I always set myself like small goals, right? And I'm like, yeah. I'd love to lose 20 pounds, right? And if I do something consistently 
for three weeks and I don't see any results, I literally am like, okay, screw it. It's not, that's not working. So, you know, then I go back to my old eating habits and old ways and everything. So how do you help your clients stay on track? What's, what's kind of your, you know, your go-to way to hold them accountable? Um, the main thing that I want from my clients is to be open to try, mm. uh, to try different, um, different food, uh, different ways of movement, and uh, just to be curious how it re uh, reflects on their body. And it's totally okay if something doesn't work this week and we change it on the next week. But just like um, being in a program with me, you're just saying yes um, to um, an excitement adventure. You know, we're uh, during the time with me, you're going to try different things and you will see what works for you uh, because every person is different. And one thing that works for me may not work for you and the opposite. So it's like a game just to be fun and the point of all the time when you're with me it's like just to enjoy it yeah to find um the way how you're gonna lose weight but at the same time to be fun and you right. enjoy it yeah because because losing weight and dieting and restriction and all of that that's not fun that's why people resist it they, they don't want to do it, you know, like when people say to me all the time, just try the keto diet, you know, just don't eat any carbs. And then that's when I start wanting nothing but carbs. I'm like, yes. are you telling me that I cannot have pasta and Alfredo sauce? Are you kidding me? You know, because food for me is so important and it's one of my languages of love. So I feel you there. <laughs> I love to cook and I love to cook for other people yes. and it's just part of my love language. And so when I'm dieting, I'm not happy. I'm, re I'm really not happy. So for you, that must have been one of the um, reasons that you got into this so that you could inject happiness because i'd love the fact that you said you're holistic which yes. means that's mind body and soul right whereas Absolutely. a personal trainer is just concentrating on the physical that's it they're not concentrating on the trauma that might have caused you to start overeating in the first place yes so tell us a little bit about that part of your journey and about realizing that it didn't have to be a struggle and, and, you know, very harsh. Um, it's really interesting because I started um, my business uh, because of my journey. So everything that um, I'm going through my clients, I've been through it. Excellent. And uh, I had to learn the hard way uh, about the connection between body, mind and um, soul because um back in the time i thought the same way that okay you're on a diet you're going to the gym and the things have to work and um 
being uh, in the university, I learned the hard way that that doesn't help. Being on a restriction doesn't help. Um, going to the gym and suffering doesn't help, you know. And actually, I uh, I start traveling and I uh, um, start trying different. I stop uh, restricting myself. So in every country that I've been, I tried all their delicious food, which is majority of the time carbs and sweets. Right. But I really enjoy it. And I didn't restrict myself. And I start losing weight. You know, that was the thing which shocks me. So um, I start losing weight. I start moving more. I didn't restrict myself. And suddenly I start um, my journey as a um, as a coach and I found out that you know that's just half the equation and on the other half you have um, how many hours uh, your sleep uh, how do you take care for yourself do you meditate how do you relax uh, and um, do you self-care I start uh, self-care two years ago I didn't know what self-care before mm -hmm. that and um, I start working on all the things that was going on in my um, brain, in my heart, in my soul. And suddenly I saw that everything is connected. Yes. You know, it's not just the food. Uh, it's not just uh, um, going to the gym. Uh, something really simple, for example, um, I believe that every movement is important and it's not necessary to struggle in the gym, you can uh, dance, you can go for a walk, you can bike, you can swim, you can find everything that brings you joy. And at the same time, you're still gonna be moving. Right. So I learned all of this. So becoming an entrepreneur become actually my journey and my change. So, uh, and after that, was my business. So first me, after that, my business. That's right. And that's something that people don't realize is just how much when you start a business, all of your obstacles and struggles, they come up. And so if you haven't been doing the work, then in your business, you're going to be forced to do yes. that work or you're not going to go to the next level and you're not going to be successful and sustainable um so yeah that's that's an excellent point so tell me about the self-esteem and self-worth part of it um because i know personally because i struggle with my weight um that it is extremely difficult to show up authentically if you struggle with self-esteem and self-worth yes um the interesting thing is that at the beginning, when I start my journey with my business, I, I knew that that's what I want to do. I knew that it's my thing. So I was really um, confident and comfortable in what I was doing. Besides that, I don't have a business education, so I don't know how actually to, uh, how everything is going to run in the future. So it was like learning. Right. But at the same time, I knew, I feel that it's my thing, so I was really comfortable. But at the same time, I was doing everything that I was taught, and I didn't get my clients at the beginning. Mm. So that started getting really frustrating. And 
starting so confident my confidence start going down and down and down and at the same start at, at the same time i start like doubting myself like is it really like uh, am i good for that is it really uh, gonna work is it the thing um, that uh, it's gonna uh, be for me so I, and uh, there was like pretty much a year a year and a half in the journey where i was uh, trying everything and i was trying to look at the positive thing like the same like the same way like my uh clients i'm like okay you're in the game try here try there you know um just try different ways and see what's gonna work for you and i was trying and trying and trying and nothing was working i was like okay is it me am i doing something wrong you know i see right. the other people was, uh, are having results yep. uh, so i was uh, i start like blaming myself that i'm not doing enough that i'm not doing enough for my business that uh, i'm not searching enough i'm not advertising enough <laughs> so forth so i start i i was so depleted last year in the end of uh, 2019 i was like okay I don't know. I don't know what else to do. Um, and uh, that's the time when I decided just to step back and rearrange everything and just go with the flow. Right. And just believe that everything that I'm doing, I'm doing it the right way. Um, I came back to the self-care moment because suddenly I forget about the, the importance of self-care while you're running a business. And um, we, uh, now, comparing to 2019, um, my confidence start coming back um, on time, like on point. <laughs> it's over there, and uh, it's just acceptance that everything's gonna come with the time. Right, right. You have to be patient. Yes. Be patient and consistent. Um, I tell my clients all the time that if you concentrate on the money and the sales, then you're chasing it, which means yes. it's running away from you. But if you concentrate on serving your clients, then you're attracting instead of chasing. So Absolutely. if you're attracting great clients, people that need your help, and your intention is to serve, then you're going to the universe is going to give you people that need to be served. Um, yeah. And and so I, I say all the time, you know, everybody goes through dry spells. Everybody is like, you know, oh my gosh, this is my third month without any clients, you know? And so there's that roller coaster. But I feel like entrepreneurs that have been through that roller coaster, they know what works. Yes. And what works is to concentrate on the clients, not on the money. And I totally agree here with you uh, because I saw it with myself. At the beginning, I was so concentrated uh, on the money, like, okay, I, I need an income from this business. And it, it was like, it was so hard. Like nothing was going on. Nobody was coming. And at the moment when I... Um, just release the thought about like bringing money and just uh, concentrate on the business and serving people was uh, the breaking point when yeah. everything suddenly changed, yeah. you know? 
shifted. And, and I think just from the few minutes that we've been talking, the fact that your self-care was so important to you made you healthy for your clients. Yes. So because you were taking care of yourself, your clients could look at you and say, oh, okay, she's taking care of herself so I can trust her with my self-care. And I can say, all right, I'm going to listen to her because she sees and she does the self-care that I don't do. Yes. I love that. It's so important. Um, I have a friend who has a toddler. Um, her daughter is um, like two years old, almost two. Um, and this young mom, you know, she works from home. So she's got a lot on her plate. And she feels guilty when she's got to go to the grocery store and not take her daughter with her. And, I, and, and so, and I'm always saying to her, Steph, you have got to carve out some time just for yourself and not doing an errand or picking up this or whatever. No, it's got to be something that really brings you joy and that is just for you. It's, it's so Absolutely. important. I, um, I totally agree about that. Even if it's like an hour or 30 minutes, if you can still, even the 30 minutes, which is not, if you think about it, it's not a lot, but at the same time, it, it, it's a lot for yourself. It's just like 30 minutes to recharge your batteries. Yeah, that's right. So what do you do for self-care? I live on the beach. So for my self-care, I, I do go on the beach often. Yeah. Um, when I, I didn't have self-care habits. In order to create my self-care habits, I started small uh, with uh, five, 10 minutes in the morning and five, 10, ten minutes at night. Right. And uh, I still have them. Um, I change them when I get bored. So I have... Um, like routines in the morning, different routines in the morning, right. depending on my mood and uh, routines in the evening, um, which is mainly something si uh, simple. For example, um, I take a shower and after the shower, I stay five to 10 minutes with, uh, uh, with my towels. And after that, I just like put different stuff on my, on my body, uh, you know, like a detox pad, uh, on my feet or uh, some scrub on my body just to right. uh, relax or I made the massage I really like there is like a, a socks which you put on your uh, feet and on your um, hands and they're like you sit with them for 20 minutes and after that you just massage yourself which is wow. really really relaxing wow um or like um take a a hot tub for like 15 minutes with a meditation. Yes. Uh, you know, because it's just my time. Right. Um, or um, in the morning, I really like drinking my coffee, but before my coffee, like drinking water uh, with flaxseed or drinking a hot uh, water with um, uh, lime, a little bit journaling, yeah. which is like really small things during the day. Whenever, of course, I have time, I like uh, reading, listening to music, everything that relaxes me. 
right uh whenever i i have a chance to be alone um for example sometimes when i'm in the bus uh, because i uh, have a 30 minutes ride um i always read a book or listen to music instead of you know just like talking on the phone or trying to figure it out something or the next step in my business or something that they have to do so i do uh have different like 10 to 15 minutes during the day where i'm just for myself and i i really enjoy it i felt really um guilty at the beginning um but i i had a coach and through the work with uh, her kind of helped me realizing that that's my time so i don't have to feel guilty about like uh spending time uh listening to music or reading instead of like doing something right right i have um i have a client who taught me one of my most favorite lessons um and she's a sound healer okay and, and we get along just phenomenally. Um, um, and, and that's my niche is I help spiritual coaches with their tech. So if, you know, um, all of their tech stuff that they're trying to work together, I help them with that. Um, but I learn so much from my clients and I feel like it's such a blessing that I work with these amazing women who are healing the world um one one client at a time so i i i truly just adore my clients and this particular client told me she said you know that saying my cup runneth over i said yeah i know that saying she said people interpret that incorrectly because you're only supposed to give away what's running over Yes. You're not supposed to give away what's in there because what's in there is for you. Yes. And that just blew me away. I had never heard anybody say anything like that about that saying. And I thought, oh my gosh, because you can't give away what you don't have. Yes. And that just, it just really blew me away and it changed how I look at my nurturing and my giving and, you know, it it changed how I looked at it because that's why I was what she called soul tired. Yes. My soul was tired because I was constantly giving away what was supposed to be for me. I feel you there. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just, I was like, and so now I tell that story to anybody that will listen because nobody understands that the, that your cup running over doesn't mean you have all this extra, 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 extra to give until your cup is empty. That yes. it's, it blows me away that I'm, I'm 49 years old and nobody has ever explained that saying as well as she did yes absolutely so so how do you help your clients realize that they that self-care is just critical it's really uh really difficult because the first thing that 
we're giving up is uh, the self-care. Right. So the same way how I learn about the importance of the self-care, that's what I usually recommend my uh, clients, just to start small, right. to implement small routines right. uh, during the day and um, to concentrate on something that they really, really like doing, something that really relaxes them. You know, if it's going to be for a walk, if it's going to be a book, if it's going to be um, uh, a music, something that you can do even for 10 minutes a day. And when you start for 10 minutes um, a day, after that you find more and you find more and you find different things uh, to do. Um, one of the things that I really, really like uh, recommending is a simple thing to go and do your hair or to go and do your nails or to go and uh, make a facial once a month, Yeah. Uh, which is one, if you think about it, is one hour in a month, which you're like, after that, so refreshed. It's just <laughs> so unbelievable. You know, you think, oh, I will stop really fast over there. And after that, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's sunny outside, you know? And it's just small things that bring you, bring you joy. Yeah. Um, and of course, I, I really believe that when you implement it with other habits, it's more likely that it's going to become sustainable. Right. So if you find something that you do in the morning with something else, it's going to be more easy to remember. Let's say I, um, I have to read a book for 10 minutes with my coffee. So you see the coffee and you're like, oh, I have to read a book for 10 minutes. That's right. my me time. Right. You know, so it's more likely that you're going to remind yourself every time when you see a coffee that you have to do something yourself right yeah when I every morning I have to take my dogs for a walk and I make sure when it's not there's no snow on the ground um, but I, I walk barefoot in the grass um, because just that connection for me is so strong when I can connect to the earth and do my grounding techniques you know and and just have like some real peace you know, to myself, because my dogs are very quiet. They don't bark at every little thing. Um, so our walks are very peaceful and very um, cathartic for me. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, I, um, I found um, something that really works with me and my clients is that uh, when you put a small goals mm -hmm. uh, in front of you, because uh, people, the thing that they notice is that people usually want big results in a really short period of time. And if you actually, <laughs> yeah, I've been there too. <laughs> and actually, uh, if you put a small goal and you allow yourself uh, to achieve this goal in a longer period of time, um, you're more motivated to continue after achieving it. Yes. Yeah. Because you have a longer period of time, so you're more like, oh, I have a month to achieve that. Okay, so I can do it. You know, your um, brain accepts that you have, you have enough time to achieve your small goal. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely know from experience that the smaller the goal, 
the more, like you said, your brain is like, oh yeah, we can do that. You know, when it's big, huge, and overwhelming, your brain's like, no way, that's never going to happen. Um, and I, I do know that. And it's such a psychological, um, you know, struggle, you know, because you're like, I know that, but I want to lose 100 pounds in two weeks. That's not going to happen. Um, even if you got deathly sick, that probably wouldn't happen. So, um, but at the same time, we're creatures of, you know, instant, we want instant gratification. You know, we want to look in the mirror tomorrow and see a different, you know, body. Um, so, and I'm working with a coach right now to actually learn how to love myself more right now with exactly where I am in my body and with exactly what there's so much mirror work going on right now that sometimes I'm like I just can't even look in the mirror today (laughs) not today please yes (laughs) I I think that um in a in a small way I went through it also um because I had to start loving myself um in the way how I walk in order um, just to be happy. Right. Yes. Yeah, because you got to be grateful for where you are. If you want to go somewhere else, you have to first be grateful for what you have and where you are in life right now. Um, Yes. And I am, I'm still learning that. And, you know, some days are better than others. You know, Um, some days you're like, oh yeah, I got this, you know, and then other days you're like, no, I don't even want to get out of (laughs) here. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. No, no, it's everywhere. Believe me. (laughs) So it's been awesome chatting with you. I thank you for your time. Um, So pleasure is all mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're welcome. Um, Tell the people, first of all, how to get in touch with you if they want to work with you. And then just leave them with one piece of advice. If you could say to them, you know, maybe somebody's out there saying, yes, it took me nine years to lose the weight that I wanted to lose. And I want to be a coach to, you know, give them some advice on how to start, you know, what to do. Okay. So um, the, where you can find me, um, I'm on, uh, basically almost all social medias i'm on instagram under my empowering life uh you can find me on facebook under my name vanya swabeva um i believe that they they're gonna see it on the on the screen yes um you can find my website which is basically um like my name www.vanyaswabeva.com uh you can find me in linkedin in LinkedIn, um, again under my name. So it's easy with me, just find (laughs) me with my name. (laughs) Um, So yeah, um, the advice that I can give is, um, I know that whatever you decide to do, whatever goal do you have in life, it's scary. Um, But just, open your heart and um, 
give yourself a permission to listen to your heart and um, to say yes on whatever you want to achieve. I and, love that. And nobody says that it's going to be easy. Right. Nobody says that uh, it's going to be just going up and you're never going to fail or you're never going to go down. But I guarantee you that it's going to be really funny and it's going to be a magical transformation, whatever you decide. Right. Yeah. Just, I always say, just jump and see what's going to happen. Right, right. What's the worst yes. that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? Because I don't believe in failures. Me neither. I believe in learning experiences. You've Absolutely. learned, you know, from every time that you put yourself out there, you learn something. You learn something about your business. You learn something about yourself. You learn something about your clients. You know, there's no failures. The real failure is when you stop trying and when you give up. That's, yes. that's to me, is the only failure that exists. I always uh, say that there is nothing impossible. If you have a dream uh, and you have, it's not necessarily like to fully know how you are going to do it. Right. It's just a small vision that you want something. Um, I think that a person is going to do everything possible to achieve it. Yes. You know, imagine like if you, if somebody says, I, I don't want, I don't want it. No, I don't, um, I don't know how I'm going to do it or I can't. It's like, okay, I don't want it. It's equal like you just gave up before you even tried. That's right. So if you want something, give it a try. Yes. That's what I would say. And be open-minded, like um, be open to experiment, to experiment, to try different uh, things, to go on an adventure if you want to call it like that. That's right. That's and right. just be open or whatever comes from your way. Right, yeah. I love that. I love that. And if people listening now are on the fence, hear what she's saying, because what she's saying is give yourself permission to try. You don't need permission from anybody else. Give yourself the permission. I love that. Thank you so much, Vanya. It was so nice to meet you. Same for me, Jamie. Same You're here. Welcome. <laughs> I will be in touch. Absolutely. Have a good night.